Hi. Welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got uh, Dave Zabatakis. He's the uh, president of Doble Engineering, and I've also got uh, Paul Griffin. He's their uh, VP for consulting and testing. And we're going to talk about the uh, grid and infrastructure issues and generally where they see things and where the mark, where they see the uh, marketplace going. Isn't that right, gents? Welcome to the show, Dave. Welcome to the show, Paul. Well, thank you very much for having us. Thanks. Well, you know, as I'm fond of saying, you know, amateurs talk tactics, professionals talk logistics. All of these fancy words, Internet of Things, smart grid, new world, all of it, the bottom line is it's, you still have, even with this new capability, you still have to make sure the stuff works, right? Oh, yeah, that's correct, Alex. When you think about the, uh, the power grid, it really is the, uh, the lifeline of society, and it's a, it's a critical need, not just a want that, that people have, and so its stability, reliability, and efficiency are very, very important and should be top of mind for everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Agreed completely. Agreed completely. So now, where do you see the current state of the industry? I mean, it's a piecemeal, admittedly, and some areas are very, very far along in their development. Some are very far along in talking about it. Where do, how do you guys see the marketplace right now? Well, you know, the marketplace, it, it, there's a lot of dynamics that are happening with the marketplace. And you have to start with realizing that this is the largest man-made infrastructure in the world. And considering that and considering um, all of the challenges uh, that you have all over the world, uh, I think that uh, we do a very, very good job of keeping power flowing. And the, the changes that are taking place for us uh, in our industry, um, uh, you know, one of the major issues, of course, in, in reliability is, uh, is infrastructure stability during storms, like uh, Superstorm Sandy, for example, that we had here uh, in the United States. Um, another issue that uh, is being talked about and dealt with um, is the fact that we have an aging workforce. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and when you couple that with the fact that uh, there is a necessity and there is a growing um, uh, amount of new technologies um, that, uh, that are needed in, in, the, uh, in the grid, uh, it's, uh, it, it's almost becoming a perfect storm. And um, you know, it all is driven by, um, ultimately driven by what information do you have that helps you make intelligent decisions to maintain that reliability um, of, of the grid. And, of course, that is driven uh, in part uh, by big data. And um, mm-hmm. so that is one dynamic change that we face in our industry uh, is the need for information, the need for quickly, the need for it to be correct, and the need for this big data to be actionable. Right, right. Now, you mentioned those facets, and they're all important, obviously. But what the, which of those facets do you feel is the biggest challenge now? Uh, acquiring the data, processing the data, managing that data, or analyzing that data? Ac- anal- analysis and action. Yeah, well, you know, this was Paul, you know, and, uh, you know, as Dave mentioned, you, you have a lot more data, so, the, of course, acquiring the data is important and having the technologies to bring on board to connect more things together. And a key piece of that, though, is the analysis and automating that analysis. In the old days, you might have had 
discrete data points here and there, and you, you know you you could uh, have somebody with an Excel spreadsheet look at something. But nowadays, you know, you have data streaming in, and if you have one person looking at it, it would just be whizzing all by them. So you need uh, automated analysis to allow you to find the outliers, to find the problems, and uh, you know then you can bring people in. So. You know, there's a there's a smart grid already, really, and there's a num number of, of data points and stuff. What you're really trying to do is make it smarter with modern technology. And, right. Uh, well, I mean, and that also, if I may jump in there, I mean, obviously people are doing it for various reasons. Some are doing it for the reliability. Some are doing it for the return on investment. Frankly, probably a lot more are doing it for the ROI than for the reliability or as reliability applies to ROI. But we really are talking about a rising tide here, raising all boats. It's going to help everything from efficiency to money to reliability to disaster preparedness, everything, right? Yes, you're right, Alex. It really does uh, cross a, a continuum of, uh, of areas that, uh, that, it, that it has an impact on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now, from where you sit at Doble, what would you say now is your biggest opportunity in expanding your services? What opportunity in the uh, landscape? Well, I think that where we take uh, uh, where we take the direction that the industry is going in, um, you know, we we basically track the industry and lead uh, help lead with the industry in looking at more of the online diagnostics. Um, and, and uh, online measuring systems and pulling the information together into uh, a, a collective system that, that does provide that actionable intelligence that we just spoke about. Uh, for example, we, we basically have three major areas of our business. We have our diagnostic systems. We have our services group, um, professional consulting services group, and then we have our, our knowledge piece, which is very important for Doble. We've been doing this since 1920, and it's the one aspect of our business that our clients uh, really depend on. And what, you, what, what we have the advantage of being able to do is, is pull all these pieces together collectively under what we call an asset risk management system. And the, uh, you know, the big uh, the thing, that our, thing that our clients like are our people and the knowledge that they bring, and, the, and this database that we have of uh, historical test data that dates back to 1934. It's the largest and, for the most part, the only in the world. And when you lay that capabilities of that database to use it for analytics to provide actionable intelligence, um, it really is um, a, uh, a, an important tool that our clients have asked us to develop. Wouldn't you agree, Paul? Yeah, 100%. You know, it's, uh, when, you, when you have a lot of data, to try to make sense of it, if you can benchmark it against other data from, so if you know, say you own three of something, and, but the utility has hundreds or thousands of them, if you can benchmark yours against theirs, then that's a much more powerful tool than just looking at the data from that individual unit. So, you know, again, with these modern tools and analysis, you can take a much deeper dive in, in analysis of problems as they're developing and really refining if it is a problem or not. Understood, understood. And that makes a lot of sense because, well, the, that's the other side of it, right? It's a big educational experience 
no one's going to just walk in the door and be able to rattle off a string of all of the things they need to solve their problem. You've got to educate them on what they need, and then they've got to understand what they truly need as opposed to what they like or what's available based upon convenience or direction of some unseen client or pressures from some regulatory group. Or, you know, I mean, it's really an interesting landscape out there right now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, you know, uh, I've been in the industry uh, 35 years, and so, you know, there's a, there's a wave of people that are, are leaving that Dave referred to previously. And you have to capture that knowledge and develop that knowledge in the industry. And so th- that's an important aspect. And, and then so capturing it inside the single view of, of all the assets and capturing that experience and capturing the knowledge about all the various issues that can develop in, in electric apparatus and having a system that can provide a, a view of that and, and, and also uh, allow the, the user to be able to look at other assets and get a, a risk assessment on them in a visual. And it's a very modern experience and, and something that uh, is very important to the industry. So this asset risk management system that we have that it has, you know, like a uh, Google uh, graphic user interface. So you can actually see the location, see the assets, and see what condition they're in. So very quickly and visually, you can see the condition of your system and where any issues or constraints might be. And an interesting point with that, Paul, is that when using a system like ARMS, our asset risk management system, um, by, by having information in one single source, as ARMS does, what, what we're seeing is that the type of user is also changing. The skill set that a utility needs inside its own walls are changing. It's not just power engineers um, and electrical engineers. Now it's software programmers, developers. Um, so the whole, the whole scheme of the type of users that you need uh, to dovetail with that knowledge that is leaving over the next five, six, seven years uh, is another critical component that programs like ARMS um, helps. And what mm-hmm. I have found, in, and what I found, Alex, in speaking to colleges, uh, trying to um, uh, enhance the amount of people that can come into our industry, is that this is not your grandfather's, you know, utility industry anymore, uh, or great grandfather's. This is a new, dynamic, changing, highly sophisticated um, uh, business that we're in. That it is. This is probably the next 10 to 15 years we get to recreate how this system works and how we manage it. And I can't think of anything that's more exciting than to be able to have that opportunity to be in the positions that we're in to be able to lead that effort. Agreed, agreed. The way I like to express it, gentlemen, is power is no longer just a technology. It is also a philosophy. Dead on. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, our, uh, the next generation and the, or the present generation, really, we're going to be looking at apps on, on our iPhones and, and whatever to, to be able to capture all this information on the go. Just I'll be just like today, you know, you have apps for different things, and it's just part of your lifestyle. This is going to be the same way. Mm-hmm. But make sure it has a firewall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, security is critically important. Yeah, especially in the Internet of Things and the smart grid, and especially where the two overlap. Yeah, we well, we sit on uh, um, some security standards boards, um, and uh, so it it is it, talking about something that changes in a dynamic pace, that changes rapidly. 
Yeah, and, and, and also in, in, as part of that, this whole arms risk management system, it's completely on the other side of the wall of the secure system. So you can't actually make anything happen on the grid from your phone. You can only get information, and then you have to act, use this information, make it actionable by getting on the phone or whatever to call somebody and have them do whatever's needed. So it doesn't really there's, – there's no risk to the uh, utility system from this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So – um, let's. I wish we could talk a little longer on this, but I don't want to run too long. I'd, and I want to give you guys a chance to have your final words because I always give my interviewees the opportunity to have the final word in this discussion. So let's let uh, Paul go first so Dave can do wrap-up. Paul, what are your final thoughts on this for now, uh, obviously, because it's a rapidly changing landscape, and what uh, advice do you have going forward? Yeah, well, you know, it's an exciting time, and I think it's an exciting time for a lot of people. There's there's um, a lot of uh, engineering folks that are going to be needed for building this an intelligent uh, system. There'll be computer science folks that are are needed to implement these clever ideas, and there's a lot of new sensors and technology coming on board. So if I was a, a young person coming out of college, I would look at this industry and what, what's happening now and the things that we're starting to do and be really excited about it. So it sort of marries the whole sensor, computer science, engineering uh, understanding. And so it's an exciting place to be and an exciting time to be in. And that's a very uh, inspirational uh, thing to say as well, Paul. I'm glad you said it. How about you, Dave? Final words, final thoughts for the audience. Well, first of all, thank you very much for the opportunity. Uh, hopefully, you and your audience can tell that, uh, you know, folks like Paul and I, we absolutely love what we do for a living. And we, we think we're so lucky to be doing this. And it's, uh, it's a very cool place to be uh, in your career. You know, our, our industry is changing. Uh, and uh, it's, it's almost one of those uh, things where it's hurry up and be patient. At the same time, um, when I was in the Air Force, it was always, you know, hurry up and wait. But, the, you know, here we are, her, hurry up and be patient because the stakeholders in this are, are, are everywhere. You're talking about politicians, you're talking about um, regulators, you're talking about financers, you're talking about private, uh, public companies, uh, all the way down to, the, you know, the people in the field. So it has an impact uh, you know, on everyone. And, uh, you know, w- one of the areas that you can, you can see this, and I'll, I'll, I'll formally invite you, Alex, now, if you would like to come to our 81st Annual International Users Conference in April, uh, we, would, we would love love to have you there if you would like to come. Uh, I think you can probably see some stuff on, it, uh, on our website at doble.com. Oh, yeah, def- I'll definitely look at the site, and uh, we'll definitely talk prior. I'm going to try to see if I can shake the time loose in my calendar. I'd love to be out there. It'd be great. You'd be surrounded by about 1,300 really smart people that take care of power grids. <laughs> well, and, and uh, like you, I consider myself lucky to be serving this industry. It's a, it's a great industry, and it's a noble work. And your work is noble as well. Getting the word out is very important. Oh, isn't that nice of you to say? But uh, <laughs> what you guys do is definitely—it would be a cold, dark place without uh, the infra- infrastructure and the ladies and gentlemen that uh, design and manage it. Yes, sir. Well, we appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, thanks a lot. Well, and I want to thank you guys for taking the time to be on the show. I know you're busy, and the uh, audience is always trying to find stuff out. So thanks for being guests, and I'm going to drag you back again downstream again. That would be fantastic. We look forward to speaking with you again. Excellent. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. 
tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Don Power. Have a great day. Hello.